We, 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 we are Ladies and gentlemen, you're good timing with a good timing buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. Guess what random, I, get, I would call him a C-list celebrity's birthday was today. Let's see, today's the 20th of March. It sure is. C-list celebrity. Can you tell me in what genre, so to speak, he's a celebrity? Uh, acting. Acting. He played a. He was a big character in our life through the college years. Big. He, that was when we. Will Forte. No. Just thinking he, MacGruber. I think he's more than a C list, don't you? Well, okay, so he's lower than that. Oh yeah, I think he's lower than that for sure. I mean, I would call him probably a B list celebrity. I guess you're right. I mean, yeah, this guy might be a D list. I'm mean, yeah. Celebrities. It's not a loose term because a lot of people know him, but like only. Somebody from Lone Star State of Mind. Close on the right track. Okay. <sighs> kind of indie, uh-huh. like kind of like weird independent project type deal. What did we in college? You said. <coughs> definitely, like we didn't know who he was until college. We definitely learned about him in college. All right. What did we all watch together? We didn't even necessarily watch it together, but we all watched it with like you probably watched it with the frat. I watched okay. it with Ian, Devin, and them. But we all like we all discovered it. Like we all found out we were all watching it like at the same time. I don't know. Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Whew, I was. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about Trailer Park Boys. I don't know. I missed that one. Today was his birthday. Yeah. All right. Saw that on Twitter. Fascinating. I'm like a good Rickyism. <laughs> Get two birds stone at two birds stone at once. Worst case, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Old timers disease. <coughs> Dude, Canadians seriously like have a pretty dry, good sense of humor. Yeah. Like Trailer Park Boys and Letterkenny are both pretty like on the nose, but funny as fuck. All right, I got a I got a question for you. Also birthday related. Also Canadian. Also a show we really like. Who has my birthday? Canadian on a show we really like. Is anyone from It's Always Sunny Canadian? No. No one from Seinfeld's Canadian, I don't think. No. No, it's a Canadian show. It's a Canadian show? Yeah, you may have already mentioned it. Is it Letterkenny? Is it... Oh, do you have the same birthday as the girl? Uh, Katie? Yeah. No. What? Wayne? Yeah. No. The other day. How old is he? I don't know. He's in his thirties. He's got to be in his thirties. Like thirty-six, maybe. But anyways, yeah, I just found that out like two days ago. It's like nice. Found that out the other day. I was at the fruit stand the other day. Yeah, those Canadians. It, ladies and gentlemen, if we can recommend any show that we're <laughs> watching right now, it's Letter Kenny. Yeah, that's goddamn. Fucking dirty dangles, boys. Dude, they got they they got lines for days, and they're not afraid to ram a joke into the ground. Like they'll just at all. They will just keep going until it comes back around to being funny again. How you been? <laughs> not so bad. That's bad. And you? And you? Yeah. Him and fucking McMurray always getting the fucking. They they never <laughs> get it right, dude. His wife is hot. Yeah. 
Everyone in Can- everyone in Alaska, I guess, is hot. Canada. Alaska. Canada? Canada. God damn it, it's in they, Canada. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Uh, the, but they, it's you, true. Recently, they run into the French guys ice fishing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I've seen them. I'm. De- I'd like two left. That's the thing, dude. I'm in season six. Fucking pound through them. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> we were talking about other things the other day. So anyways, he's got my birthday. And uh, what else is going on? What's in the news? I haven't listened to any news in a long time. Like at least a month, maybe a month and a half. And it's better. Yeah, I pretty much can listen to the news. Trump's, did you hear Trump said about John McCain's funeral? Uh-uh. He basically just talked about how he arranged it. Or he didn't care, but it was what he wanted, and he didn't even get a thank you. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds about God right. God damn it. That guy's going to be around for another six years. Did, oh, d- did you know Cory Booker, the senator? Uh-huh. Did you know that he's dating Rosario Dawson? Yeah, that's see, that's what happens when we have essentially <laughs> celebrities that the media fucking blows up as celebrities instead of fucking... We need to have people who only <laughs> know policy. We don't need a bunch of like personalities on our Senate and our, on the courts. Because then that's what happens. Then they become the celebrity thing, and then all of a sudden, it's a lot of cross-pollinization that really makes us dumber <laughs> yeah, as a like society. A reality show with Bizarre Dawson as Senator Cory Booker. I wouldn't even be surprised. Well, they do kind of look the same. I wouldn't even be surprised. They got bug eyes. He just always looks really yeah. He's always like, but like really staring at you. It sucks because I know he's an idiot. Yeah, he comes off as, I don't know. He's, the way I see him is he's a guy who is trying his best to look tough and to look like the big he man. He strikes me as he really wants to be the hero. Like he's he super really insecure. Well, he made that fucking uh, Spartacus. This is my Spartacus moment. Yeah. Like... Which is a stupid thing. You never try to give yourself a nickname. No. Giving yourself a nickname is the quickest Ugh. way to get shit, shit on. on. Yeah. Ooh. And so as soon as I like kind of realized that one, it's like, this guy's got a self-esteem problem, and he definitely shouldn't have any more power. Yeah, I just... That guy shouldn't have more power. I still haven't found a candidate like that I like. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't pay attention. Me neither. I guess that's probably why. Everyone, that I, everyone that's got high enough for me to hear about, I think, are all dumb. Yeah, I know. Like, the one that was on Joe Rogan's podcast was, like, the one that was trying to just give out $1,000, everyone. Who was on his podcast? Andrew Yang or Yang or... Oh, uh, I don't think I watched that one. Yeah, he's... I don't He's weird. He's a little left. But, I don't know, dude. They all seem like they suck. I'm just waiting for Joe Rogan to start <coughs> talking about it, though, so that he can pick my candidate. Yeah. Because he'll do all the research. What's... crazy and just straight up stupid on the Democrats side is they could easily win with a person who's pretty moderate yeah because most of America agrees on most things yeah all they have to do is run one single moderate and people will go alright makes sense I can get with that pick a moderate that makes sense yeah like I don't get why that's so hard to find and if they are they lean slightly too far Republican which alienates sort of the hippies and sort of the the sort of unwashed God. mass of us, dude. And the and the libertarians, I don't the libertarians wanna, I don't and wanna, the hippies, which are basically the same. I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, 
But do you why? Like I mean, because it's gonna go on forever. Do you think that we the government doesn't let people like that get high in the government? People like what? Moderate, like moderate what? conservatives. Um, to a degree, yes. Because I mean, like <coughs> I haven't really thought about that, but it makes sense because if you really do have <coughs> sort of the Bilderberg Group type meetings, at least within America. Or maybe even the actual, like, I read about it today, so I decided to toss it in there. <laughs> um, if there actually are people that can control it that way, the obvious thing to do, and if they get that far, they're smart people, the obvious thing to do is pit everybody against each other. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have, like, moderate... Like, if you have moderate conservative <coughs> ideas, you don't get the funding for things like the other people do that have... I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about it, but like Rand, Ron Paul was like the most, uh, I guess moderate conservative person that I ever remember running, and I yeah. don't even really remember what his prop, what his policies were. I just remember everyone in our house liked Ron Paul. Yeah, Devin so, yelled it all the time. Yeah, so we just, so I like Ron Paul, but Rand Paul is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's got a weird haircut. Well, yeah, he kind of looks like a like a, a Dr. Seuss character. A little bit. Like, it's just kind of unsettling. Yeah. I, but I think on the flip side of would they let people, you know, like that higher up, I think people that are that normal don't get involved that heavily. That's what I also think. I think you got to be a little bit fucked up to want that kind of power. Yeah. And to, like, continue to rise the ranks built on a lot of just sort of shaking hands and fucking kind of deals and shit. Yeah. There's already something wrong. So, yeah, those people don't usually get very far. We had a chance with Gary Johnson, but then Gary Johnson was a fucking idiot. <laughs> he is so dumb. He screwed up so badly with the easiest questions. <coughs> Although, I've said it before, he did climb the highest peak on every continent, including <laughs> Everest. Yeah, he's very Teddy Roosevelt in that way. I know, which is tough as shit. That's tough as shit. He's also just a little bit wonky. Just a little out there. Well, he couldn't name the capital of Syria. Can you? I could have run the time of the story, Kevin. <laughs> also, uh, we're not running for president, so we shouldn't be required to. Huh? We're not running for president, so we shouldn't be required to. Well, that's also that. true. You know what's in there somewhere, it just it won't come out. Brains are frustrating, aren't they? Most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think that it's going to get worse and all the Democrats would really have to do is run a sane person. I'm excited for Trump to just campaign again. I am excited for that. And you know what? America's excited because they're going to be like, what is he going to do this time? And he's obviously going to win again. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that's what it looks <coughs> like is coming. Is like The more and more people are on Instagram and all that shit, the more... We're paying attention to just who's up there the most. Like, yeah. all that matters is who gets the eyeballs. Because the eye, your brain just, like, clicks in, like, this is the guy. It doesn't matter why. If you see him the most, they just generate the most sort of turnout. It, <laughs> how long are you thinking Tony? And he doesn't have bad approval ratings. He's done pretty good he, I so I think far. his approval rating is the highest it's ever been right now. It's higher than Obama's was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know what either of those numbers are. 
I just know that it's higher, at least at this time. <coughs> so, I feel like there's no way he won't win. He just keeps rolling somehow. Yeah. He just, he's like a snowball that's out of control. This and he's point. moving upward, and I don't know why people would all of a sudden... Because it seems like a lot of people are voting Democrat. Well, again, I haven't paid attention in a while, but it seems like a lot of people are voting Democrat. Well, they just took back the House or the Senate or something. Yeah. One of those, maybe both of those. No, they took back one, I think. Yeah, I don't fucking know. But, uh... Yep. I don't know. That's hot, that's hot politics that's talk. That's hot take. That's hot politics talk right there. Well, we'll talk about what's coming up on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about 2000's pop punk <coughs> and how we think that it could help save future generations, pretty much. That's right, Kevin. We're also going to do our first Good Time and Buds movie recommendation. Ooh, we got a hot one for you. Uh, I guess we'll save that for the segment. Uh, then we're also going to talk about... The stages, living with roommates versus living alone. Oh. Took me a second there also. <laughs> it's hard to find on the page. And then we're going to tell you our Reno story because we haven't gotten to that yet. So, uh, it's been a while since we've done that. That's true. Yeah. So anyways, all that and more coming up after the break. Putter McPeterson. And I'm Peter McPutterson. It's a tradition unlike any other. So you need catering unlike any other. Sounds like a job for some master caters. Four! We're master caters, and we're here to cater your master's party. That's right, Peter. We love to master cate, and we do it all. That's right, Putter. And all we ask of you is a set of tables, chairs, decorations of your choice, a proper playlist, and make all other arrangements. And that's where we come in. That's right. What would a mastication party be without chicken and ice-cold bush light? We even choke the chicken in front of your guests to ensure maximum freshness. So reserve your spot now. Mastercators. Not something to be ashamed of. Morning may make you go blind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are now going to talk 2000s life slash pop punk, mostly pop punk. Uh, I've been in a real pop punk mood lately. I've noticed, and I'm not joking here because you know I notice something stupid like this. All the time. I've noticed that right around the time it starts getting sunny, something in your brain goes, it's time for some fucking pop punk because it feels like summertime. It feels... It feels like a drive to the beach. That's what yeah, it feels like. Yeah, it literally is it's beach music. Punk rock is beach music. Because well, a lot of it came out... Pop punk, you know, specifically, came out of Southern California. Like skateboard culture and fucking like all those kids surf like, music. Like white suburb families where the kids just wanted to rebel and they just fucking shredded guitars. Yeah, and... Uh, yep. Like, how old... How old were... I was watching some of the music videos today... How old were those guys? I'm actually watching a documentary right now, and I will have the answer for you probably by next week. That's ridiculous, dude. I was watching the videos for... Uh, Blink-182 is like 26. 
How old was like um ish? Some forty one. Twenty seven. What? How old was like some forty one? That's a good question because the lead singer Derek Wibley, I think that's how you say his last name, looks like a kid looks all the like time. He's like sixteen. Yeah, he married Avril Lavigne for a while. But why wouldn't he? I know. That's a, that seems like a match made in heaven. Although I'll tell you what, pop punk and just punk in general did not like Avril Lavigne so much. Why? What do you mean? She they I don't know. It seemed like they sort of just she she looked a little too like I'm trying to be punk, and she looked a little too authentic inauthentic. And her music sounded like it was trying to be angsty. Skater Boy was kind of... I, I never... Skater Boy was not my favorite hit, but that's mostly because my sister and my cousin Maddie would play it on repeat. Le- legit repeat it. for hours. I don't do it. Uh, but the rest of that album, Let Go, it's got some good, it's got some good cuts. Was some deep, what's, what's, what's on that? It's got uh, Losing It. It's a pretty good one. What's the one... That weird complicated is that on that one? Complicated's on there. The real complicated is nothing when you compare it to constipated. Obviously. So <laughs> obviously. Yeah, but it's got my world. It's got. Uh, it's got. Uh, ah, what's that one? Well, uh, ain't nobody's fool. Nobody's fool. I don't know enough Avril Lavigne songs, I guess. My dad loved that album. My dad likes weird music, I know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Like my dad seems like every other dad of his generation who should be jamming out to 80s music, like 80s rock, like fucking any of those hair bands. Yeah. But no, no. he either listens to he either listens to mainstream top 40 pop. There you go. The lamest stuff in the universe. <laughs> Literally the worst music on the planet. Or he likes chick singers. And Jimmy Buffett, obviously. Oh, Jimmy Buffett, yeah. And Jimmy Buffett. But, like, his go-tos were, like, when I was growing up, Avril Lavigne's first album, Shakira, Dirty Laundry, or uh, something Laundry. Dirty Laundry, maybe? I don't know. But it's the one, it's her first one she made in English. It had a lot of hits on it. That had some deep cuts. I bet. Te dejo Madrid. That doesn't sound like English. It's not. But part of it is. <laughs> oh, wait, No. That's one of her older songs. No. <laughs> I don't know. He had Shakira. Who was it that we were in the front with? Where we were, listen- were we listening to Shakira? And he just went off about like... No, that was Juanes. Oh, we might have listened to Shakira too. No, no, no. There was one guy where I think we just like mentioned Shakira or something. And he went on about how he listened to her Spanish songs. And Isn't how that when we went up to his room and he like had this <laughs> entire playlist of fucking Mexican music? But like, not like... The Mexican music you hear on the radio, at least here. Yeah. But just like Juanes and like all these random. He's like, dude, I fucking love this shit. Yeah. It's like I thought I liked it. You fucking, you beat me out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> that guy fucking had everything, dude. That was funny yeah. as fuck. His name was Alex. Good dude. Getting married. Anyways, uh, so that's not exactly pop punk. No. But uh, so people didn't like Avril Lavigne. But I honestly thought she was pretty good. But Derek Wibley, I'm working our way back. Yeah. Derek Wibley, I don't know how old he is. I know all that. I think he's like 16. When he first started, he looked like he was 16. I'm willing to bet he was 22. Jesus. I don't know that, though. Yeah, no. All right, I'm going to find out. Jamie, Google that. Google that shit, Jamie. (laughs) You looking it up? Yeah. All right. Okay, Wibley. W-H-Y-B-L-E-Y. Wibbly. Who's the best pop punk band? Well, it depends. 
the most famous and most popular, arguably, is Blink-182. What, uh, but does that include, uh, like, Green Day? Uh, yeah, I think it would, Kevin. Uh, you think they're more popular than Green Day? They're at least more influential. I, I, I'm pretty, I read something about it the other day. Like, Green Day had their own thing. How do you spell Wibbly again? W-H-Y-B-L-E-Y. Jesus Christ. Wibbly. And, I mean, you could argue that Green Day is, but Blink-182, I don't know, they they broke in a way that uh, fucking... Because, like, other than Dookie, which came out in 94, which was, a bit, which was a big album for Green Day, their next real breakout album wasn't until 04 with American Idiot, whereas Blink-182 hit it hard with their first two albums, which got a lot of, like, underground play. And then they came out, bam, with Enema of the State, 99, which had What's My Age Again, it had Adam's Song, it had uh, All the Small Things, it had Dump Weed, it had Dysentery Gary, Kevin. Dude, see, like for me, personally, I don't even put Blink-182 that high. Well, yeah, I mean, it's subjective. I know, but like... I would put, like, Good Charlotte ahead of them. Good Charlotte was just slightly after, and they're good, too. Yeah, they got fucking Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I used to, Lifestyles dude, I used to of think the Rich I was and the Famous. so tough listening to that song when I was a kid, dude. It just makes you feel like a rock star. That's a good song. That's a good That's a good band. Yeah. And what's cool is a lot of pop-punk bands mixed with, like, ska music. So there was, like, a fast sort of island feel to it. Like that band Pepper. That we listen to sometimes. They've got a little bit of that. They're more reggae too. But I mean it's like a reggae mix with a pop punk. So Derek Jason Wibbly. Wibbly. Okay. Is 38. Now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How that, so like I'm pretty sure all killer no filler was like oh one. So that was eighteen years ago, so he was like twenty. Damn. What does he look like now? Basically the same. Yeah. Yeah, still really young. Yeah, okay. But Still, that's a pretty big difference. Been through a divorce now. Yeah, it doesn't look so good now. No. Now he looks like Sting. If Sting got <laughs> like stuck, if Sting got <laughs> stung by a bee, he looks like Sting now. If Sting yeah. got stung by a bee. Stung. I love listening to Stung. Stung's music. <laughs> um, he's not pop punk though. Mm-mm. So name name some of your favorite pop punk bands just so everybody can get an idea of sort of where yours stands uh, name as many as you want because I'm going to start rattling them if I can think of them like Simple Plan All was right. big in my life yeah. I don't really remember I, the first time I remember hearing them was on Grind the movie not I, Clock Stoppers like kid, I thought no because I'm just a kid I'm just and, a kid yeah that's one. life is a nightmare like this thing about pop punk is like I, was, I never like felt like alone or depressed or anything but I just liked the way like, their music sounded. It still captured the feeling of being a kid. Yeah, like, it just was very... Up, like, it's fast, upbeat music, even though the message is usually sad and dark. Yeah. And it's got a good feel to it. Well, that's the thing, is, like, a lot of pop-punk lies in, like, sort of poppy, happy melodies. Yeah. Like, that's a huge... A lot of it's major key shit, and, you know, like, three chords, major key, and just a lot of... do do do. Do 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 do. Yeah, like, they're sort of pop punk. They're more alternative rock, but that one, 
I would stick somewhere near pop punk. I would stick at pop punk adjacent. In my iPod, I classified as pop punk. Yeah. Because it lies with the same sort of just feel. You got like Simple Plan, Sum 41, um, uh, Yellow Card. I love Yellow Card. Uh, like Switchfoot. I don't know if Switchfoot's pop punk. Switchfoot still fell in the same thing because those guys were surf dudes yeah. from San Diego. Yeah, that's just. If we're including it, Switchfoot, my list is going to change a little bit. <laughs> I love Switchfoot. Yeah. Um, you got, like, Green Day, uh, Good Charlotte. Um, Blink-182 is in there somewhere. Blink-182, yeah. I don't, I don't... But then you got bands like All Time Low, yeah. which is great. The Main. Uh, fucking Panic at the Disco a little bit. Does Bowling for, is Bowling for Soup Pop Punk? I've only listened to 1985. You know, but that song I would classify definitely as pop punk. Yeah, that song. What about uh, Sum 41 was a huge band for me in high school. I love Sum 41. I, I think I love I, Yellow Card, Switchfoot's like n- almost number one, if not number. Well, obviously Blink 182 is number one. Pro- they're right up there. Switchfoot was good. Switchfoot dude. was fucking good. Switch. Yeah. Well, it's because their lead singer John Foreman, who also writes the songs, he's like a philosopher. Like he fucking reads. Like all these different philosophers, and he just translates them into these songs about life. And that sounds pretentious. Yeah. But like, it's fucking, I don't know. Like, I've looked into him a lot because I find his lyrics really good. And he, he's got songs based on uh, like Augustine and uh, Soren Kierkegaard. And that was just in the third album, maybe the second album. It's so intimidating when you find out somebody that you look up to is like that smart. Yeah, I know. It's like, holy shit, I have to do that to be like, oh, fuck. I've got a lot I'm trying to aim for because so far no good. I know it's just like oh shit like when you realize how hard they actually work and like all the shit that they put in me like oh fuck. Yeah. Well his regimen for a long time was you gotta write a song a day no matter what. Jesus Christ. Yeah I tried that and I made it about two days it's really fucking hard. Well there was a guy the comedian Andrew Schultz on the podcast says that there was a guy that released a song a day and that inspired oh, him to like release like a joke a day. I thought it. Oh, okay. And so he just like started doing that. Obviously, a joke a day is easier than a song a day, but they're both not easy. I mean, yeah, I guess, but uh, yeah. So he did that, and then basically just started turning that into bits. But although if you got all day and you really focus, you could get it done. Not if you had a job though. It's, it's got to be nice to have enough money to where you just get to spend your day. Writing songs or jokes. We'll talk about that <coughs> in our second topic, I'll tell you that. Because oh, yeah, good point. It seems really good until it's not. <laughs> anyways, we'll get to that. Uh, so anyways, pop punk lined up really well with, like, in high school. Like, our generation nailed it timing-wise for that music to be coming out as we're in high school. Yeah. That... I mean, I don't, I don't know that there's definitive proof, but I know that you agree with me on this topic, that if st- if kids today listen to pop punk, there would be obviously less school shootings. I think so. I mean, it's more upbeat. It's less vapid. It's act. Okay, no, for sure, and I'll tell you why. And that's you've got your own reasons. That's how you get your angst out. Like that, mu- that music is yeah. literally perfect for getting your angst out and just like scream, like just. Being a teenager that's obviously Paramore is a good band because you're going through a lot of weird shit. Yeah, well, okay, so and no one fucking gets you, even though we've all fucking been there before. Exactly. 
No, that's exactly where I was going. Because, like, today's pop music is literally about fucking Instagram. Yeah. And just, like, the most vapid possible things. Yeah, the most shallow, just... just And literally, it's just put out a hit to keep them distracted until the next hit. Yeah, like a giant majority of that is. There's a couple good people out there. Bruno Mars is doing a hell of a job. I love Bruno but, Mars. But... Yeah, no, there were songs that where you do get your angst out. Yeah. Welcome to my life, I'm just a kid. Just all those songs. Plus, it's been proven that a happy melody, major key shit, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Like, like that's that's what music does. It makes you feel good. If minor key sounds sad for a reason, <coughs> it promotes that kind of shit. And there's a bunch of depressing music out there. Fucking, and I love some of today today's, like, fucking drug rap, which is, like, sort of the big club thing and like yeah. college and shit and I love that shit but you can't listen to that for very long without just sort of being in a dark mood despite the partying it, yeah it just it, it doesn't it, work for your happiness overall no they're good jams though they are good jams but it's yeah it doesn't it doesn't give you positive energy like wow making you identify with the fact that you like you feel alone you feel alienated nobody understands you which is exactly what Pop Punk talked about. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, it was a great time to be alive for that. And I remember a lot of school shootings then. I don't, yeah, no kidding. Okay, so uh, getting back to like the vapidness of today's music, I always, so I, it's kind of a hard question to frame, but like, I always just figured that, like, the music was representative of the culture of the time. Mm-hmm. But now that, like, I listen to the music and stuff, like, today, I feel like the music almost shapes the culture. Like, the culture <coughs> is almost reflective of the music. Because, like, our music is... As in the music comes first? Yeah. And that, yeah. And that, like, changes... Because, like, even 90s and early 2000s rap music was way different than today's rap music. Yeah. Like, today's rap music is literally just a beat, and then you just slur words over it. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like... At least the mainstream stuff. Yeah. And the people... Yeah. And then, I would and say... And then also the people, like, in our generation... Like, the people listening to that music are also, like, the most just, like, boring, bland, like, vanilla people. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I'd have to say that the music comes first because I think what happens is essentially there are trendsetters. Like, the people who have connections to the next thing or, you know, have the money, the clout to, like, this is what's going to be the new wave of stuff, they have control over it. And so, and that's usually... Oh, did you want this one? Oh, no, I don't care. Okay. Uh... And so the music, yeah, I think music forms culture because who's the next sort of next bit of music made by? That's not the right question. Well, well, when you look at country music, like once country music started getting more popular, it started getting way dumbed down. Yeah. Like whatever the masses are listening to is usually like the dumbest well, cause and we're all aware of that, cause I think everybody can can be like, yeah, most people are fucking morons. Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty fucking dumb. 
Yeah. And I find myself amazed at how many people I'm obviously smarter than. Yeah, no, I've got like a... Like, when I just, know. like, talk to them, I'm just like, oh, you're even dumber than me. It's like... We have no chance. You're here, I'm... That's more visual, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you... I, mm, people are so, so frustratingly dumb. Mostly the truck drivers that I have to deal with. Yeah, I get that. Why they're lifetime truck drivers. I know. Not that we don't love our truck. Not truckers. that we don't love our truck drivers, even though all your jobs are about to be automated. I mean, I was a truck driver for a long time. Yeah, farm truck driver. That's a pretty good job, though. That's a pretty good job. Well, yeah, when you compare it to any other job you could be having. And it really uh, is. No, box driver's pretty it's a good. lot of listening to pop punk music. Dude, I listened to pop punk today in the buggy for the whole morning. Yeah. It put it literally put me in such a good mood. It's the best. Which band do you listen to the most? Pandora. Yeah, okay. 2000s pop punk. I got it. I that got sounds it. like a pretty Dude, sweet I got playlist. It, I got it primed too. Like I thumbs down all the bad shit and it just plays fucking hits, dude. I need to start thinking and about it. And every once in a while it plays like a deep cut that you like forget about and you're uh-huh. like, oh fuck. That's how I remembered Yellow Card. It played Ocean Avenue. Ocean that Avenue was the is such song a sweet that I was song. always trying to think of when I kept saying like Blue Oyster Cole or like uh, when oh. I couldn't, I couldn't, I was trying to think of the song Ocean Avenue. Yeah. No way I would have ever thought of the band Yellow Card. Yellow Card. But it played that song. I remember when that song came out. It was 2003. Darren was still living at his house on Union Vale, single. Ooh. Uh, maybe. No, because him and Teresa got married in 02. So they were married, but we were at that house. And I remember watching the music video on MTV. There it is. And uh, it's like, that's a fucking good song. Yeah. That it's a, a pretty good, pointless story I just No, told. that is a good song. Dude, So I remember, there's, like, I still remember every morning when I, I don't remember how old I was, probably like 13, I was when I first moved out to the Grand Island house. But, like, every morning when I was getting ready for school, What Happens Down in Mexico, Stays in Mexico by Toby Keith, that Ooh. music video would always be on. And I would always be like, God, those chicks are so fucking hot. It's a sweet video. Yeah. Because What Happens Down in Mexico does it's, stay in Mexico. Yeah, it stays there. But, like, sometimes you just, like, get, like, a connection with a song or a video or something, and it just fucking stays there. It's true. Like, sometimes you'll hear a song, and you'll know exactly, like, you'll, like, it'll take you back to where you were, like, in a field or something, or, like, driving somewhere. Definitely got a lot of songs from the field. Oh, yeah, dude. A lot of good That one Mexican songs. song with the horn part that I always talk about. When we were moving pipes with Jose and Urbano. Yeah. Okay. What a time. The Majexican. The Majexican. So, I would say that culture, that the music comes first. I would say that music shapes the culture, I think. Although, I think that there is obviously an element yeah. of shifting together because the music has to come from somewhere. It doesn't come from out of the void. Although, to some, in one way it does. Because that's what, what music is. Anyways. Anyways. Any there's. What's your favorite pop punk song? Song? Yeah. My answer is kind of ironic, but like also I think pretty fitting. Alright, mine is is it Chump by Green Day? No. Alright, mine is Might be Ocean Avenue. I think I think mine is the anthem by Good Charlotte. That's a great Which song. It's ironic because it's called the anthem. Oh but yeah. Pop no, that one's right up dude, there. That I one's fucking, always on the Whenever playlist. that song comes on, dude, I fucking rock out to that song. It works with snowboarding, too. It works oh, yeah. with snow sports. It's not strictly beach. 
because it translates perfectly to shredding down a mountain. Shredding baby. Like, it, it goes along with athletic activity, yeah. which is always a good sign, which is something you want in your music for your school shooter types. You want somebody out there getting active. At least they're going to be yeah. sweating it out to yeah. pop punk. Boom. Rather than taking, out, taking it out on their friends. <laughs> No. No. Except for, you know. know. It's crazy that, like, people probably thought that when pop punk, like, people always blame music for, like, bad shit. But, like, when pop punk was going on, there wasn't really that much, there wasn't that much trouble in the world. Not as far as we could tell. Well, I mean, everything, like, didn't matter, but it was fun that it didn't matter. Yeah. Matter, because it was still the early 2000s, which was the height of just... Relaxation. It's also the height of also. Every, there was always a height of stupid people. In the yeah. early two thousand. Think about what everybody was into. Like it was right as the internet was like really starting to pick up, and I don't know. It was a fucking what? God damn! That was the perfect time to be thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It was. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Dude, I used to go. I used to get out of school or just skip school. Get my Jeep, top down, Obviously. go to the beach. Yeah. And I would fucking crank that shit every time. I did that at least once a month. I still try to. There's you nothing s- better than to drive to the beach. You still crank that music when you go to the beach? Not always, but often. Sometimes. Often I do. When you just put it on. I would say I do 75% of the time. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't listened to pop punk in a oh. long ass time until we randomly did that one time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I always for like... It can't be forgettable in terms of there's just so many things to listen to. But I like get, but like once you hear it, it's like it's like revisiting an old friend. Yeah. I get stuck on like artists when I'm choosing music. Like I don't Yeah. Like I don't you, you somehow just like always have a song that fits every mood. Like you just like somehow you have every once in a while. Somehow you have like the playlist of every song ever in the world in your head and you're just like, mm, yep, this is boring. <laughs> And it's, I I do have a pretty good catalog. It's pretty sure. like imp- it's pretty impressive, but it's also just like all right, he's doing it again. Yep. Until I randomly decide to go for like I'll play a bunch of good ones, but then I'll go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna see what happens with this one. It rarely goes well. It rarely goes. Well. <coughs> well, you know how introducing new things goes in this group. Yes, I do. Poor, you got to do it like two or three times, and then eventually you have to kind of make us think that we discovered it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, it's it's just like having a, your eyes on everything. That's what you decide is finally good. If you just play it enough, it's got a nice little, <laughs> got a nice little beat to it. Yeah, that's Luke Bryant's plan. Yeah, but uh, that one backfired. Not for him. Not for him. Well, that's true. But then again, who likes it the most? The masses. Yeah. And I do think to some degree. I distance myself just to be a contrarian. And I don't know what this follow-up But not in music. Like in, like in music, I don't distance myself to be a contrarian. I distance myself because that music, I think so. No, I'm not saying I do. I can't remember what the second part of my thought was. Mm. But yeah, if it's good me, I like some mainstream people that I'll say without, without any apology. I liked Post Malone for a hot minute. But then, like, literally every song he ever has sang is the, sounds the same to me. Yeah, they do sound super, super similar. And, like, it's like, that's all Harrison would listen to for a while. I was like, fuck. He's like, dude, I'm over it. He had this pretty good, uh, 
cons- like he was talking about conspiracy theory, which and uh, I heard this on Bill Burr's podcast. It's like, all right, that's pretty legit. He was like getting interviewed for some show, and he was talking about teleportation, and I didn't hear the full clip, but essentially, like the way that God, this is gonna be hard to explain. So he draws the Earth, and he draws Roswell, where you know Area Fifty One. No, those are in two different places. Yeah, Roswell, New Mexico. Area Fifty One is somewhere in the desert. Yeah. So, anyways, Roswell is just where the UFO crashed. Yeah, he just drew where like. Something like that would happen. And then he drew Australia. I, don't, I assume it's because he's just talking about transportation and how they actually can make it happen. So he draws them. He draws a little arc over the earth. So it's he's not drawing a straight line. He's drawing it fucking legit. And then he just takes the pieces of paper and he folds it to where the two points touch. He's like, and that's how they do it. <laughs> it's like, all right. Post Malone did that? Yeah. God damn it. And it's like... That is a pretty interesting way to think about teleportation that I didn't think of. It is. It's just bending space and time into itself. Pop. His face tats make me uncomfortable. Yeah, the always tired tattoo is pretty fucking stupid right below his eyes. <coughs> yeah. Oh. That's just like the fucking SoundCloud rappers. They all got face tats. And they're all in jail. There's a couple good ones out there. A couple good SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. Dude, YNW Melly fucking has a song called Murder on My Mind. Yeah. It's pretty goddamn good, but he just got charged with double murder. Yeah, there are a lot nicer titles in pop punk. Yeah, obviously. I'm just. And even kid. if they were about killing somebody, well, Eminem had a lot of songs about killing people. Is Eminem pop punk? I mean, kind no, of. No, 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 no. I was just thinking about that. Like, he obviously had an influence in the culture. And I wonder if, like, in 99 when. Uh, the real some shady or the Marshall Mathers LP came out. No, real some shady. Maybe that was ninety seven. Could have been ninety eight. He was bumping music in ninety seven. Yeah, he was. He was the rap counterpart to when Britney was popular. Britney Spears was popular. Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. He was the rap counterpart. Obviously, a thousand times more talented than those groups That's put why together. He lasted. Yeah, although not the same way anymore. Well, yeah, but he's older. He's worked pretty hard. I think he can take a break. He's pretty good. I like when you text me and said that Dan Cook is the pop punk of comedy. That's what I'm thinking. Like, immediately, I was like, yeah. It sounds right. He's just, like, got that stupid high school energy and just, yeah. like, just, like, throws jokes at you, like, rapid fire. His jokes are for high school kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at Burger King, or as I like to call it, the, the BK, BK Lounge. Lounge. Yeah. That's... Or when he would snort Nestle's quick, and he'd be like, hopped up on the Q. Or the Kool-Aid? Yeah, the Kool-Aid, like all naughty, that Naughty, naughty Kool-Aid. Yeah. 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 Although I listened to his, like, the amount of just straight words that he changes just to make a word funny per minute is ridiculous. <laughs> like, you got to listen to, like, Retaliation again. It's ridiculous how much that's, like... His jokes. Just making words sound <coughs> funny? Yeah. <laughs> or just making a weird synonym for whatever thing he's talking about. Yeah, he was huge. But it was funny. I mean, like, not all of it's bad. Dude, much like Pop Punk, he was huge <coughs> for a hot minute. Yeah. And then crashed quick. Yeah. He but is- now he's selling out stadiums again. Apparently he's got a bunch of new shit. So. I listened to him on a couple podcasts recently. It was actually... Maybe you want to go like listen to. It. That's yeah, why I listen to. Yeah, he seemed like self reflective. Like he like looked like yeah, 
Yeah. But he's old now, so fuck him. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we went and saw him, like, it was at the height of his just being a douchebag, and he had no jokes. Like, the jokes were super weak. Yeah. Pretty sure his opener, the guy that did the cramp thing, pretty confident as Robert Kelly or Bobby Kelly. Yeah. That bald comedian. Yeah. He was I, I'm super sh- confident that that's he who was. He was funny as shit. Yeah. Yeah, because he had two openers. I don't remember who the first was. Second was Bobby Kelly, and then uh, and then him. Yeah. He did it. That was when he was in the round. That was Vicious Circle, right? No, that was after that. That was like Madison Square Garden one, oh. the Rough Around the Edges tour. Might have been that tour. I just remember looking over, and Devin was just like staring, like. <coughs> Mouth gaped open, just laughing. <laughs> That's classic Devin. Yeah, he looked like a fucking idiot. Uh, but yeah, no, he's the two that he's the pop punk of comedy. hundred percent. I was trying to think of other comedians that you could relate to music, and I literally got nothing. Interesting. I got nothing. Cause you know how we love to do that. Yeah. I got nothing. Let's see. <coughs> I mean, I got Larry the Cable Guy as the country, but that doesn't that doesn't even count. That's like literally so. No, stupid. that's like that's the, so stupid. Larry the Cable Guy is better than this, but he's like the Colt Ford of country. Yeah, or like yeah, or like the uh, what's that other guy's name? Brantley Gilbert. He's like the Brantley Gilbert. No, because he's better than Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert doesn't yeah. have any legit jokes. Larry the Cable Guy has. Brantley Gilbert doesn't have any legit jokes. <laughs> he doesn't have any legit songs. Larry the Cable Larry Guy the cable is funny has, as he fuck. is legitimately funny. He is funny as fuck. You'll like, be hard pressed to find a comedian no. who doesn't think. Yeah, that. no, you can't deny that he's funny. Like no. he panders or whatever you want to say, he has an act. Yeah, but he's fucking funny. And people, he is fucking hilarious. It's not his fault that people really ran with Get Her Done. No, that no. He's got way more jokes than that. Yeah. Now, granted, a lot of them are childish, but who gives a we shit? Sh- it's yeah, funny. It's funny. He makes fart jo- jokes. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's fucking funny. The blue collar comedy you ever tour seen that was Health Inspector? around L three. Have I seen Health Inspector, Kevin? I used to watch that like once a week for like <laughs> one of my a favorite month. movies. I got that for my birthday one time. I was Two fucking months. stoked. Yeah, I found. I actually have it. I was thinking about watching it at some point. God, so that's a really good movie. I just remember that he kept calling his Butler. chick sidekick a, a <laughs> boy. boy. Yeah, you're always butting in. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. No, Larry the Cable Guy was good. Ron White's still going strong. He's always been the funniest of all of them. Uh, underrated, yeah. Funniest yeah. of all time of all of them. Like I didn't think so when I was younger, but I also didn't. Here's how it goes, and I'm I know that this is the truth at this point. You can argue, but I know that this is the truth. It goes: Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Fox, Willie Bill Engvall. I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. If somebody came at me and told me like. I really think Billy Engvall's funnier than Jeff Fox. I'm like, fine. Yeah. But but the, it definitely goes Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. And then Jeff Fox would be funnier than Billy Because sure. fucking Larry the Cable Guy, and comedians talk about this all the time, he's a legit joke writer. Yeah. Like, he writes nothing but rapid fire fucking jokes. Great metaphors, great synonyms. Like, yeah. He has great wordplay. Yeah, dude. He's wet. His jokes are more intelligent he than they plays, seem. And he plays it out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, he had good albums. Jeff Foxworthy had some great jokes. <coughs> First comedy album I ever listened to was Jeff Foxworthy album. Really? Mine like, was mine was Bill Engvall. One was like, "That's a golf shot. That's a golf shot." And it talks about hitting a golf ball, hitting the guy on the highway. He's like, "Hey, you, are you any good at golf?" He's like, well, "I hit you going sixty miles." That's Bill Engvall. <laughs> is it? Yeah. 
Dude, I had him. My first... Oh, go ahead. I had one of him and one of Jeff Foxworthy. And I literally remember, like, <coughs> listening to... I think it might have even been on the cassette tape. I remember listening to it and, like, just, like, picturing them, like, at a podium, just, like, talking. Really? Like, I didn't have any idea what was going on where they were. I don't... Yeah, I don't really remember exactly what I thought, like, they were in. But I was sitting... I was sitting in somebody's Jeep, Cherokee... Like fucking mini, no, not Cherokee, minivan, not Jeep. It's like a Dodge minivan uh, with McCord and Devin Morley. And they popped in a tape and we listened to it. The only joke I, re- I really remember was, you hear to wipe the general's butt? <laughs> yeah. Remember that joke? Yeah. Because <laughs> this kid won't wipe his own butt. Yeah. And so he has his talks about his IG jokes. <laughs> his IG jokes. You hear to wipe the general's butt? So I remember Dog that joke. staring at you. <laughs> yeah. That was the first time I think I ever listened to comedy other than like catching a few Seinfeld bits. Yeah. When I was like super young in the 90s. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I remember that. Dude. But I'll... then the rest, they slowly took over as better comedians and more like Dude, comedy. Another time that fucking sticks in my brain so fucking hard. We had Sirius Satellite Radio and you know how they had the comedy channel? My mom stopped at a convenience store, and me and Andy were sitting in the car. The first time I ever heard Brian Regan baseball, the baseball nice. bit. That was the first time I ever heard Brian Regan, and it was the baseball bit. And me and my brother were laughing so hard, dude, I almost pissed my pants. Nice. I was fucking dying laughing at that fucking bit. Dude, Brian Regan was the first comedian to really make me just fucking... Yeah, me too. To oh make me God. lose it. He, and definitely. you know what's crazy? You know where I think I found out about Brian Regan? Allegedly ripping shit off a of lime wire. Really? And like a frost Allegedly. wire. Lime wire and frost wire. I just like would type in comedy. That's where, <coughs> I mean, legit, that's where I like got into comedy. I downloaded every single one of George Carlin's albums, which I listened to the most. And then Brian Regan. And then I got like, uh, let's see who else. I got a shitload of Eddie Izzard. I remember you talking about Eddie Izzard. I love Eddie I've Izzard. I've never listened to him. I've he requires heard... a couple of listens to really get into him. But, like, and you forget when you just listen to audio that he's dressed like a transvestite. Yeah. But, like, his jokes are insanely intelligent. Like, the guy's just stupid smart. So it was George Carlin, Brian Regan, Eddie Izzard. Such a weird trio. Yeah. Those were the big ones. But, I mean, also. But then I also got Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. I got Dave Chappelle's first one. I think, no, I got Killing Him Softly. And then I got, uh. Oh, but all of Robin Williams. I used to watch. I used to watch all the half-hour specials on Comedy Central. Daniel to, Tosh. Oh. You know where I first saw the first one? Arredondo's class. Really? Yeah. You remember when on Fridays <laughs> sometimes he would show some Comedy Central? That's yeah, so funny. we watched Daniel Tosh's halftime or half half hour. That's so funny, dude. And I went that guy. All right, that guy's that one stood out. Yeah, dude. When I hear certain comedy for the first time. Like, if it really makes you laugh yeah. by yourself, oh, fuck, that's some of the best shit. Yeah, no shit. Ron White will make me laugh out loud. Oh, yeah. But then, Dude, yeah. There's nothing There's nothing you can bring up that he doesn't have a fucking story for. I know. He's such a great storyteller. He's the best storyteller. Like, without a doubt, he's got the perfect voice. His new special is... If you quit listening, I'll shut up. Like, he's just, and he's smoking a cigar. Back in the day, it was a cigarette. 
It it used to be a cigarette <laughs> and scotch, and now it's a cigar and his tequila. his tequila, yeah. which I really want to try. Yeah, he sells it pretty hard whenever he's on like a show, but I believe it. Yeah, I mean it's got the awards to prove it. Yeah, but anyways, he makes me laugh. Tosh makes me laugh by myself. Stanhope makes me laugh but, by myself. Oh, Stanhope makes me. Did bust up by myself. Yeah. You know what doesn't make me laugh by myself that I feel disappointed? Brian Regan makes me laugh. Uh, that I feel disappointed because Joe Rogan loves him so much. Joey Diaz? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Doesn't make me laugh. No, I get that he's a great storyteller, but I I think you have to know him on a personal level. Yeah. To really make you laugh out loud. And those who like listen to his podcast, I think probably do know him super well. I've listened to a bunch of his. It just doesn't hit me yeah, like I wanted me to. Me either. Bill Burr makes me laugh out loud to my. Bill Burr makes me laugh the fuck out loud, dude. Have he makes ever, me laugh so have hard. Have you ever watched? Uh, His podcast is hilarious. Have you ever watched John just, Mulaney by yourself? Yeah, he'll make me laugh. He'll make me by laugh. John Mulaney's legit funny. Yeah, like he's really funny. He's got some. He's somebody who's insanely pop. Well, Bill Burr is too, but more in comedy circles. John Mulaney's like more popular, sort of across the board, and he's legit funny. He's so yeah, he's legit funny. Yeah, no, John Mulaney's hilarious. And you'll notice that all of it are anybody who's got a unique voice, who really sound like themselves on yeah. stage just telling jokes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... That's 2000's pop punk. That's 2000's pop punk. <laughs> you got... Uh, no, I... No, comedians, 2000 pop punk. Dan Cook is a pop punk of comedy. The quickest way out of depression is pop punk pop music. Punk, 100%. So. 100%. We're prescribing that because we're doctors. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you after the Technically, you are a doctor. Actually, technically, I am a doctor. So. so go fuck punk. yourself. Yeah. We'll get you after the break. <laughs> Dr. Ben Gerbils. Does your child have trouble focusing in school and at home? Or is it constantly interrupting when you're trying to have a conversation or get tasks done? Boy, do we have the camp for you. We are the National Academy of Zero Interruptions. And we run a camp for attention deficit children. A concentration camp, if you will. Hey, focus! We... Will stop treating our illness like a weakness? You will pay attention or pay the consequence? You will learn quickly that you love the concentration camp. And if you don't, that's where experimental treatments and drugs come into the picture. Hey! Focus! Here in Germany we have a phrase. ADD doesn't exist in Germany. Because we exterminated it. Sign your kid up today. For a concentration camp he'll never forget. Ever. Good time and buds. Movie reviews. Alright. First movie review we're going to do. Escanaba. In the moonlight, uh, it a, a basically unheard of movie as far as I is can tell. Is this an indie film? Would you? I would call it an indie, indie film, thing. even though he, Jeff Daniels, 
of Dumb and Dumber fame. Fame, fame and fortune. Wrote and directed. And acted in. Starred in. And starred in. It, dude, honestly, it is a... it is a. It's the buckless youper of northern Michigan. It is an off-the-beaten-path movie. It's the strangest... But, it's probably the strangest movie that we swear by. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it, it's just... I don't know how it... Well, it's a story of... It's a story of a guy who has is, doesn't want to be the oldest man in his family to bag a buck. Kill a... Shoot a buck. And it's the last deer season before he's going to be the oldest person in his family never to shoot a buck. The only other person in his family to not shoot a buck was like their retarded cousin, cousin or, something. or something. Yeah, who accidentally shot one over his shoulder in the shitter. Yeah. One oh, that's on right. Opening day. Yeah. So they're all from like the upper, the UP, the Upper Peninsula up in Michigan. So they it, like that's where it takes place. And they just have like the sweetest. They have the funniest lines. Just like one liners. Yeah. Like up the ass. It's a great movie for one liners. It's a great opportunity to listen to and talk in the northern Minnesota accent. Yeah, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. But no, it's a great. So it's basically just. And it's got uh, what's the dad's name? <sighs> the Bucks. Biggest Buicks. I want to say Yukari Cornelius, but that's not right. I want to say Alphonse, Alf- but that's Grandpa great, great Alphonse. Grandpa Alphonse or something. Yeah. But you got Remnar, who turned out about the way you would expect from a fellow who goes by the name of Remnar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie about deer hunting and... But it, uh, family, <coughs> camaraderie, also kind of about God, maybe. Yeah, you don't even need to take acid. To it's a spiritual movie. movie. It's like a movie representation of acid, kind of. A little bit, if the, you're deer hunting. The, the ranger comes to the cabin. Yeah. Swing mm. Sweet chariot. But it's one of those movies that, like, the Coming first time you watch it, you kid. might hate it. And you probably will hate it. Yeah, but we had the same conversation about Napoleon Dynamite. Because that's the way it goes. The first time you dislike it, but it's worth the rewatch. Yeah, once you rewatch it, like, it's never, you're never really gonna, I mean, you it, you can get it, but it... A little more every time It you just get it. doesn't really... The movie reveals itself to you rather than, like, you discover it. Yeah, and then... It lets you know when you're allowed to get that part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's... But, so his wife's, like, Native American. Yep. So she makes him this, like, drink that's supposed to be good luck and stuff. And then, like, basically they drink that and then they all, like... Uh, kind of trip balls. I don't know. They basically do take ayahuasca, and then like essentially deer hunt. That's what it seems like. That fart scene though. Oh, that's one of the funniest. Epic. If you showed that to my dad, he. You should show that movie to your dad. I don't think he would like the whole. He wouldn't thing. like the whole thing. But if you showed that like scene, Jimmer, though, he would like Jimmer. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Jimmer was abducted by aliens. Yeah. So, he's got that going for him. Was he mess with the porcupine? Yes, he took the What a whiskey What a whiskey It's a worthwhile movie it's to a, watch. It's, but it's also an underrated story of triumph yeah. and perseverance. It's definitely not a, like a movie you've ever seen. And no. again, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, wrote, Harry. starred, and directed Harry. Dumb and Dumber. You think he was dumb or you think he was dumber? It's almost impossible he to He was tell. dumb. Yeah. Jim Carrey's definitely dumber. He's definitely dumber. Jim Carrey couldn't even read. <laughs> Except, oh, fucking discontinuity error. Uh, he had trouble reading that one part of the paper, but then as he's walking out of the bar, 
We landed on the moon! That's true. We ran that fire pretty good. Yeah, she was down here earlier. What the fuck does that mean? What are you saying about her? <coughs> Escanaba into Moonlight. Probably the greatest indie film ever ever produced. Got a lot of people who are going to argue on that one, but I'm not going to. They've never seen it, probably. You think Tremors is considered an indie movie? No, that's got Kevin Bacon, Reed McIntyre. Not a not an actor that's difficult to hire. But still pretty hot. No. Who's her husband? I thought she was hot. Yeah, I still think she's hot. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, if you don't listen to her voice, like, she's got a nasally voice. But, like, her as a fucking person is hot. All right. Who's her husband? Isn't her husband someone famous? No, he's a guy that looks like the poor man's Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of looks like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, but that guy's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Trevor's is a classic movie. Oh. That's going to come up on another movie review. Too bad they made, like, six of them. Yeah, I know. I haven't watched any of the recent ones. My sister had mono. I bought her the Tremors fucking four-pack. There you go. That'll keep you entertained for six hours. Yeah. At least. At least. No, that's... The first Tremors, I've seen so many goddamn times. I used to sit on the couch, play my... Like, practice guitar when I was a kid. Also early 2000s. It's when we first got a dish. That was like 04, maybe. Maybe 03. I would just play guitar and watch Tremors. That and Cannonball Run. The chicken with the chickens? What? No, that's Chicken Run. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Cannibal Run is that movie from the 70s with Burt Reynolds, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. And is, Don, uh, Dom DeLuise and like a bunch of other like famous people in a car Wilder race. In it? I don't think he's in it. Oh. But they're all in a big car race. And uh, anyways, pretty fun movie, which is related to Tremors. Which is six steps to Kevin Bacon, and we're is, talking about Escanaba in the Moonlight. Which doesn't have Kevin Bacon, but I bet we could get from Escanaba in the Moonlight within six steps. I bet we could get to Kevin Bacon. We basically did. Not really. We just mentioned. Yeah, I know, but they just sort of slid. It still slid together in a way that was less than six degrees. All right. Jeff Daniels. Jim Carrey. Oh, I already got it. Jeff Daniels, director. Kevin Bacon direct anything. How would I know that? I don't know. Footloose? He had to have directed something at this point. So they're both directors. Three steps to Kevin Bacon. I don't know if that's how the game works. Anyways. I have no idea how the game works. I just think you have to somehow get to Kevin Bacon within six steps. We're not going to over-explain the movie to you. This is... But it's a movie that the Good Time of Buds recommend. Highly recommend. High. Five star. Lee Two thumbs way fucking up. Yeah, get high. If you like you to get high, to if you like to mushrooms. get high, get high. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you want if to. If you take, want to. Yeah, it's going to enhance it, but it's. But you don't need to, though, because you're already not no, going to grasp it. You're already not going to get it. If you, firmly grasp firmly, it. You're, yeah, you're never going to firmly grasp it. Yeah. But eventually, you know, you take the right amount of edibles, the right combination, you'll get there. And if you're listening to this podcast at any point, you know what the amount of edibles we're talking about. You already know you're right. Enough. So, uh, let's get up in the moonlight. Watch it. Here's a word from our sponsors. Ladies, do you need a handyman around the house? Is your weak, effeminate, neutered husband too much of a pussy to satisfy that pussy, baby? 
Since you ladies never get to get out of the house and go to some sleazy rub and tug place, we bring the rubbin' and tuggin' to you. We are the Jack Off All Trades. And if you want us to clean your pipes, lay some carpet, fix your drain, spray your gutters, patch your drywall, plug your leaky washer, snake your septic, get the moss off your shingles, rearrange your furniture, pick your kids up from school, trim your bush, weed your garden, do some caulking, scrub your grout, pressure wash your driveway, shine your knickknacks, dust your rug, tile your shower, paint your downstairs, or upstairs, service your HVAC, and plunge your toilet. Jack off all trades. We always satisfy our customers. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking living with roommates versus living alone. Because I haven't lived with roommate. Go ahead. I was just going to say, as a person that hasn't lived alone ever in their life, yep. I'm really looking forward to that day. Yep. But as a man who's lived alone for the last three years, yep. I'm looking, I'm excited to hear the trials and tribulations. The trials and tribulations. <laughs> Look, it seems like the dream, right? And I'm, in a lot of ways, I like being by myself. I like going to the beach by myself. I thought... That this was where it was at. And to some degree it is. But on the flip side, it's not. Like, <laughs> you're you're left alone to whatever you want to do. But on the flip side, you're left alone to whatever you want to do. <laughs> like, there is no... You need to... That's why fat shaming works. You need a judgmental <laughs> eye to remind you that not every impulse you have is a good idea. For real. Like, you learn how often. You just self-sabotage. Because there's no one around to sort of distract you. You're always just sort of where you're at. In your own head, just like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh... However, there's obviously really high upsides. Yeah. I've got an entire band in my bedroom. I can go and play drums at 3 in the morning. I can fucking rock out at 3 in the morning. I can do whatever I want. So, that's the flip side. I, I wish you I had like more than just my bedroom where yeah. I could have like my own space. But also living alone seems pretty daunting. It's pretty not that fun to wake up because, some mornings because it's just like just here by myself and that's it. Like <laughs> like having <coughs> having roommates is it's obviously super difficult as well. I mean, it's fine. It's fine because I live with, obviously, two of my best friends. 
but also at the same time when you're like around people that much, no matter what, you're you're gonna get on each other's nerves. Yeah. And you're gonna drive each other fucking crazy. Especially in our friend group because that's what we try to do anyways. It's basically the goal. We try to drive the other people crazy. We want them to react and freak out on us. We want them to be upset. Yeah, and then like when it happens, it's like, whoa, dude, chill. Yeah. But like you're trying to get it the whole time. So it's just oh so ever so frustrating. So, I feel like Russ and Tyler have it pretty good. I, I don't think, I mean, they see each other, obviously, but they're not as sort of involved, it seems. No. Like, Tyler will play video games and Russ will do his thing. Yeah, they'll just, like, be, yeah, they just kind of, like, co- Or Russ will just go out and mow the lawn. Yeah, they just, like, cohabitate, basically. Like, they're just, like, in the same area. They work a lot better than you would theoretically see it on paper, but they yeah. really do. yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously still get on each other's nerves. You guys have the threesome going on in your house. Yeah, and both but my it's more room- like a twosome. And both my roommates are dating twins. Yeah. And one of my roommates is pretty much always at his girlfriend's house. So it's like, and one of my other roommates' girlfriend is always there. Yeah. So, so it's like. So you never really get to be alone, period. Not really, unless Harrison leaves, which yeah. happens frequently enough. What do you do when he leaves? You just lounge? And I wouldn't blame you. Do you I, just lounge? I read. Yeah. I try to write. I watch Joe Rogan. Yeah. I, I I try to do things that he doesn't like let me do when I'm there. Which is, that's its own kind of trouble. Like, yeah. You can't do whatever you want. I, I literally here, could not sit at my house and read a book while he or someone else is there. Yeah. Because, like, they'll just... Obviously, he's going to fucking yeah. bug you. Because, yeah, because he can't entertain himself. No. So he can't, like, figure out to read a book or something. No, well, he has to tell you what he's been up to. Yeah, he has to tell you what he's been up to. <laughs> but okay, so, so... I'm trying to read a brief history of nearly everything here, and you're telling me about your Wednesday? Yeah. Come on! But then the flip side is when you're here alone, and you have the mm-hmm. option to do anything, everything, the option to do anything becomes Seems, super hard to pick, so yeah. you sort of have a stalemate a lot, and then, like, you run into trouble. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely. Did I mention waking up here alone? I could, it's pretty dude, brutal. I could definitely see like just like being here like Monday through Friday, just like and then like you go out and then you like you wake up on a Sunday and you're just it's like Jesus Christ, like it's pretty much what happens. There's just no one ever here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and imagine like getting back from a wild night at the bypass and you wake up. There's no one here. You can't ask anybody what's you're going on. You're hungover and you're just like. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that like there are times in life like college where roommates are the best. They ch- they make your hangover so much more manageable. You just get to all be like, "Do you remember what happened last night? Like, I remember this, this, this. Oh, I remember this, this." And then you kind of piece the night together, but you just wake up hungover alone. Yeah. That's not that used to happen to me on weekends because Ian would be at Nats and Harrison that used to have to work at the RV place. It's the worst. It's like, oh, I feel like shit. And th- there's nobody bounce. No one feels off like of- shit with me. I just feel like shit That's alone. That's a huge part. I just Misery feel loves like company. shit alone. Yeah. Is this what Doug Stanhope's life is like? No, that's why he keeps everybody at the fun house. <laughs> Okay, so that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, no. And that part is fucking brutal. That's horrible. I wanted, Being like, over alone sucks. Yeah. And then, like, let's say I text, like, the group text. Nobody responds. It's like, 
did I do something? Sorry, well, I guess, or is just nobody responding? Yeah, or is everybody else dead? Like, yeah, you have no connection to the outside world. I have no idea if, like, I should be apologizing <laughs> or if just everybody's still asleep. Yeah, that was a... So, again, you can do whatever you want, but at the same time... And like, also, three years of it is like... I'm sure, like, the first year was probably, like... Pretty good time. Yeah, not that bad. Pretty good time. But then once you get like, like I even noticed that like when Harrison was in Spain. Yeah. How long was he there? Like almost two, two weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. yeah. I was just like at my house like after like the first week, just like well shit. Yeah. <laughs> like does somebody want to go to the bypass? God damn. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like I get it's a good thing though because then it's like you realize why you can't just live alone. Yeah. It's a good realization to come to. And, but yeah, it's uh. If you leave things all up to yourself, it gets weird. You got trouble. Oh yeah, you like you get like too high by yourself, dude. Every time I get too high by myself, I like clean the whole house and like like uh, I saw what you did there. I, like like I get super paranoid that like my life is in shambles. I think I might have broken. And so I just have to like I just clean. One time I organized my parents' junk drawer. Yeah. Like, I was high, and I organized yeah. the junk drawer. I was like, well, they're going to notice when they get back that something's up. <laughs> <laughs> this cannon been up to? Dude, one time I took a gravity... I, did a, I didn't have any way to... Like, I didn't have a pipe or anything, so I made a gravity, gravity bomb. bomb. I smoked it, like, ten minutes before my parents got home. I was fucking high as fuck. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, shit. You think they suspected anything? I can never tell. I think my dad does. I think my mom probably would just ignore it. I think your mom definitely suspects it. Yeah, I think she just ignores it. Well, your parents are both educators. They're both smart people. I know that's the problem. Like I know they deal with high kids all the time. All the time. time. I haven't even thought about that till now. But they (laughs) deal with them and like this is a sober kid. This is a kid who gets high. And and they know you as their son. They definitely know when you're getting a little wild. And they also know like our friend group. Like they just know that we push boundaries and limits. Like we like we're always like right on the edge of like going too far. Yeah. Then we bring it back, and that's why they trust us enough to let us keep doing it. Well, no, maybe they shouldn't. No, they uh, definitely shouldn't. She was our, my high school teacher. We had free fucking run of high school. Yeah. We got to go anywhere we wanted, skip class anytime Just we wanted. Go to the mall. Go make videos. We went to the mall all the time. Noon to midnight. Like, I didn't, we didn't even have to get, like, notes. It's like, oh, my mom is the teacher. Yeah. Uh, he's Austin Sweeney. Maybe you've heard of him. And Dem is the ASP president. We yeah. We have things to do. We're very important people. Very important people. <laughs> Your education can go fuck itself. Yeah, we're going to fucking be at the mall. Yeah. Devin's going to puke and have to call his mom. Goes uh, with Roa. One of the funniest fucking deals of all time. Yeah. I need to call my mom. I'm going to throw up. Like, Devin, we're already insane. What is she going to do? We're already here. Yeah. We've skipped like this so many times. Like, why are you letting this one time just because she found out? You knew she was going to find out. She always found out after the fact. Yeah. This stuff just found out during. Noon to Midnights are one of our greatest <coughs> ideas, and it was alcohol and weed-free. It was drug-free. It was everything. It was a drug-free fun time. Our, that's, that's why I know that we have a solid foundation to fall yeah, back on. this. Yeah. Because we used to do literally everything from, from when we started hanging out, like, freshman year, sophomore year, to senior year. We did all that shit. Stone Cold Soul. And that's how you know you've... 
Like, it's not just because you guys like getting drunk together. Yeah, it's like, no, we had fucking great times sober as fuck. Remember when we were fucking driving around trying to find video games and then yeah. we like jumping speed bumps? We fucking yeah. hit your old phone with that golf club in that abandoned parking lot. Oh, that's right. We were just listening to Maroon 5, like hanging oh, we out. We even listened to... Uh, we were like hanging out the window, like singing over the roof of the car at each other. I want to know. Devin was driving to meet you. were both sitting in the backseat like he was making him chauffeur us around. That's when we listened to T-Bone. Yeah. That rapper that, that was I said was super fa- good. Yeah, he's super fast. Yeah. That guy's got a flow and a half. I actually listened to him earlier today. And we were trying to... We always used to sing Forever by Drake. Yeah, and Eminem and all those. What are the, okay, it's it's yeah, fucking. It's a fire jam. It's a fire. Drake, jam. at his best because he's a pussy, but Drake at his best. Kanye, Lil Wayne, Eminem. Yeah. All sick Bang. verses. Yeah, banger. Fun to Eminem, fucking rap. Eminem comes to. in the in the, at the end and just fucking murders everyone. Obviously. God, we used to fucking we were so white, but we used to fucking rap so white. so hard. Not that we're not still, but yeah. A valid point. We're white guys. <coughs> Always. God damn. We're white boys making a white noise. Devin fucking saying Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. That's how fucking... And a Rudy Fernandez jersey. That's how white... Was he wearing that? Yeah. That's how white, like, to the core we are. Well, we're just white guys making assumptions about people we don't know and issues that we have nothing to do with. Yeah. So, when, there's that. It's our greatest strength. It is our greatest strength. But the thing is, we act like we... Like, we have authority and we know we what we're talking the, about. We like and that's half the secret. Yeah. If you just say things to people that you know what's going on, they'll listen. Yeah. Everybody wants Everybody's to looking. think that somebody knows what they're talking Everybody's about. Everybody's looking for the guy in charge. Yeah. If you just be the guy in charge, now you're in charge. That's how Hitler rose to that, Literally. He was just like, oh, no one else knows what's going on. I'll pretend like I know what's going on. Yeah. Eugenics. Boom. That's, Yelling and such. Yeah. Slapping the podium commands authority. We talk a lot about Nazis. Everybody does. I know. If you talk for long enough, everything devolves into Nazis. Well, they're just so fascinating. Well, Hitler's the Michael Jordan of dictators. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Michael Jordan's the Hitler of basketball. Kim Jong-un's the fucking LeBron James. It's like, he's pretty good, but I think he's doing it all for show. You know, he doesn't really love the game. Well, and he hasn't been been around long enough to be a legend. That's true. He's like, still, I mean, he has been around still, long enough, but he's still, he's still in, in the his, game. He's still in the game. Yeah. He's still in his prime. Still in his prime. Still getting a ton. Still getting buckets out there. It's baby. ridiculous that he's still in his prime. I know. Like, who else has extended a prime that long? Tom Brady. Yup. That's it, though. That's it. That's literally it. Yeah. It's those two and no one else. They both have pretty good diets. Yeah. They both... Like, Tom Brady only eats, like, kale, basically. Yeah, and he can eat a dick. He can. He doesn't eat strawberries, though. Yeah, no, he's afraid of Do them. not offer that guy a strawberry. No, but Mitchell Trubisky, you give that you guy give that guy a handful, handful of strawberries. strawberries. He'll fucking munch him down. Got four touchdowns and a handful of strawberries. That's all Hell that guy yeah. needs. Next year. I'm taking him a friend. God, I wish the Broncos had taken him instead of Joe Flacco. God, no Flo shit. Jacko. Flo Jacko. Maybe the best porn star name of a quarterback of, like and yeah, flow Jacko. God, that's good. Fred Barve. Fred Barve. Mm. You know why? You know why I told you today. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Okay. But you know how I told like you. Like anything today? we say does. <laughs> how Angie said Tino's one of my favorite podcasts. He does one of my favorite bits. Whenever he's talking about somebody, he always gets their name slightly wrong. 
He did. Oh yeah, like I know. he calls him like Byron Callen all the time, like Chris Bert, Destef- Bert, Stefano or yeah, something. Yeah, Brendan Schaub. Or like Chris Delano, he just always gets their name slightly wrong. He's hot on the I jokes. think it's one of the one of the best gags. Yeah. I want to be famous enough to play the celebrity All Star game at the All Star break for basketball and just get everybody's name slightly wrong when I'm playing with them. Yeah. It's one of my favorite gags. It's uh. No, he's he's good about that, and uh, he's always joking. And he, yeah. The Brian, the one with Brian Callen. It's never not a joke the for the entire hour. No, I know. For the entire like, hour. Know, there's always a couple times where they ask a serious question, like, all right, they're about to get serious, and then they don't. <laughs> no, it's uh, pretty incredible to listen to. Yeah. I really like Andrew Santino. No, he's funny. Yeah. He just gets it, and he's a, he's good at having a conversation. Yeah. And he also seems like he's been a lot of places, and he talks with an Italian accent a lot, which I like. He seems like he's is good at accents. Yeah. He's really good at accents, yeah. period. I like a good accent guy. Me too. Accents are funny. And impressionists? Yeah. I like a good impressionist. They were one of my favorite kinds of comedians for a long time. Yeah, they went away. Yeah. Or like that guy, the sound effects guy, who can just do literally any sound yeah. effect. Like in, uh, the black guy? Yeah. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Space like, <laughs> he just keeps doing the noises. The bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. <laughs> Can't do the voices. Obviously. obviously. The noises, obviously. He but can yeah, do no, like dude, the, that's sick. He can like make this sound like signing a check. Like... Yeah. Like he literally can make any sound. It's crazy. It's a lot of practice. Or like, uh, who is that guy? Frank Caliendo? Yeah. Could do literally any impress. He could do like black guys. Um, like perfectly. I've been listening to enough of him even though I love impressions. God, he's good. Whatever happened to him? I think. I mean, he started doing that Fox News football pregame stuff. And yeah. Just, I'm sure he just got paid and happy doing whatever. Got laid. Yeah. I mean, you think I, he lives with roommates? No. But I think impressionist <laughs> comics probably do because I don't think that's a very profitable business anymore. No, and you kind of want to bounce it off somebody else. Like, does this sound like Chris Tucker? <laughs> you know? Can you do a Chris Tucker? Oh, hell no, man. <laughs> man, nobody understands <laughs> words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's my white guy version of Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker sounds like he could be a white guy. Yeah, he does. It, yeah. Not his voice, his name. Yeah. Chris Tucker. Accountant. I'm Tucker, I'm Todd. Accountant. I'm Todd, I'm Tucker. Classic George Carlin bit. Yeah, George Carlin is so good. All his specials are on Amazon Prime. Really? Yeah, I fucking watch them all the goddamn time. Like, literally all of them. They've got best ofs, mashups. They've got all kinds of George Carlin shit. It's crazy when you realize how much shit he was, like, ahead of his time on. Oh, and it... Yeah, it's... Like, you watch those... Hey, I didn't realize that he lived until, like, 2008 or whatever. Yeah, that's when he died, because Devin called me the night he died. Yeah, like, that... First of all, that was crazy to me. Yeah. But second of all, when you watch it, it's like, how the fuck did he know about this shit in 2008? I'm just learning about he this. He just fucking... He just got it. Yeah, he just could, like, see... Like, he's like, yep, I know where this is going. Like... Him and Doug Stanhope have sort of that ability to, like, cut through... And Bill Burr, too, yeah. really. Yeah, they see through all the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he... That's a comic to idolize, but goddamn it. There, no There's one no can, way to emulate no it No one can all. emulate it. No one ever has. No one ever no. will. No. It's insane. It is insane. Is I think it, I got to the end of that at the same time that I fucked it up. Is there anything worse than, like, a... Just a shitty roommate? No. 
Like just like a, just like when they're home, dude, you just like don't want to be there. And everybody's and had your, that roommate at one point or another. And that's your home. Like that's where you want to be. That's your sanctuary. But not when he's there. Yeah. When they show up, it's like you guys want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, oh, why did he? Why him? Yeah. Why is he living here? I've had quite a few of those. I've had a couple, <clears throat> but like. In college, like, there's been a few or just yeah, like, Yeah, college uh, was bad. Huh. Hoorah! Yeah, no, college was rough. It's like, they, it seems like they're omnipresent. Yeah. Shout they always want to do something. Shout out to, uh... You guys want to get some panda? <laughs> Anybody want to go to some of them? Uh, who, what's that guy? Steve Martin. When he talks about being annoying, what does he say? Be... Be annoying and omnipresent or something. Be obsequious and omnipresent. <laughs> obsequious and omnipresent. Always around. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, so... So, do you think life with roommates is better than life without roommates? Yes. However, for some of the things that I needed to get done, such as make my album... Learned a couple things. That was necessary for living alone, but I've pretty much got to the <coughs> point where I'm about to live with roommates again. You're done with it. <laughs> you can only do it for so long, and those who are able to do it for super long, those people are not right in the head. Yeah, like, what if you just lived in, like, a one-bedroom, like, studio apartment in a city? I couldn't where, imagine Where, like, that. you were just, like, trying to make it, but you weren't making it? Yeah. It's just, like... That's brutal. That would be so brutal. <coughs> I think that's what happened to Brody Stevens. Could be. Yeah. I don't know anything about that guy. I literally had never heard of him until he killed himself. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'd heard about him a few times, and like he was in some different stuff. and. But apparently he was the guy who could like just go up and sort of just make something happen. Yeah. One of those kind Dude, of guys. Dude, I feel like, I, like his kind of energy... I could use his kind of energy on stage. Like, he's he just I was always going. Yeah. Like, I watched some of his clips after I heard about him. It sounds like he was, like, kind of like a perennial, like, opener or closer. Like, he just brought a bunch of energy and, like, got people going. Yeah. But it's kind of, like, it's funny what, like, when you watch his clips, he's pretty funny. He was, uh, yeah, he was, and he was pretty open about, like, being fucked up in the head. Yeah. But what you gonna do? Yeah, a lot of comedians tired of Recipes. being fucked up in the head and stuff. It's like, I don't really feel like I am, but I feel like my sense of humor is fucked up. Well, I'm confident I am. Like, I'm, I don't know, I feel pretty good about who, like myself. Yeah, no. We differ there. Anyway, moving on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can see how it could happen. It's too bad. I heard that he went off medication and then went back on it, yeah, or maybe he, he went off of yeah, it. Yeah, I heard that he was going back and forth. Not good. Yeah. What do you think about, like, living with roommates and, like, their girlfriends? Gotta deal with that a lot, too. I mean, it sort of depends. Like, you you're de- you have to let it happen because uh, you just gotta let it yeah, happen. Yeah. Like my roommate I first had in college. Who asked me to leave when he skyped with his girlfriend like a fag? Yeah, it's like, come on, right? Um, I gotta go find something to do while you fucking dry hump a keyboard. Yeah. Uh. But. 
It's just I, you, eventually you sort of get used to it, and like it's just like well this is just the way it goes. But I've had some roommates who would have a girlfriend come over that you know that they hated, and they would be over all the time. That's not as fun. No. That's that's pretty shitty because it's like we're both wasting this pretty solid time by having somebody here that neither of us like. Yeah. And and there's always a possibility that like maybe she's super cool. And if she's super cool and she can hang, then I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, then it's, yeah. It's like, because I, again, I don't base anything, I don't, gay, straight, man, woman, transgender, as long as you're like. Able to hang. If you're able to hang, I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. But if you're annoying or weird or standoffish or fucking dour, then I'm not going to like you. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just like, you just like sit off and do your own thing. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be here, be a part of the fucking group yeah. at least. Learn how to read a room. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's my opinion on girlfriend. Like, it's yeah, they're cool. I'm cool. It's nice when they bring their friends over, though. That's it is a huge advantage. Ev- yeah. That is like, great. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, it's, uh, that doesn't happen as much when you live alone. No. But we're going to do that party here at some point. That'll be fun. Yeah. Big old bonfire. Yeah. Getting about that time. Oh, it's fire season. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, daddy. It's jacking off weather, baby. It's jacking off weather. We it's almost time for like a nice river night. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Nothing beats a good old river night. Nothing beats a river night. We haven't done it in a little while. In a in a grip. <coughs> in a grip. It's been a grip. So, yeah, final thoughts here. I would say as much Unless you're like really working on something. Like I couldn't have recorded an album with people living here. Unless yeah. you're working on something, roommates is better than no roommates. As frustrating as it may seem, that's why solitary confinement's the worst. Oh, yeah. You need other people. I'm exci- humans need other people. I'm excited for the living alone stage, but I'm in like no real rush to get there. And it's fair to have a living alone stage without a doubt. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I know that I would drive myself crazy eventually. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. It's super easy. It's easier than it seems. <laughs> so and so, your opinion's the same. Yeah, with roommates. Yeah, but it is especially especially if you can get solid roommates. Obviously, yeah, then it's way better. But it is worth it to live alone to some degree because it's pretty reflective. <laughs> pretty eye opening. Yeah, and reflective's not what you want when you're hungover. Not always. Yeah, just like think back about all the decisions you made. Yeah, well, because your mind, because once you start spiraling. Yeah. Got some problems. It's hard to get out of it. So, uh, on that uplifting note, uh, we'll be coming up with our Reno story next, so stick around. Let's go, Beavs. It's a modern stoner camping site in the town of Detroit, and we've also got some LSD. Grab your Coleman tent and don't be late. Prepare, you will all hallucinate. 
When you're with the Flintstone, we'll have a Scooby Dooby good time. We'll dab a few times. We'll have a gale time. Road trip report. Beaver game. Reno. So we went to this a while ago now that we're finally getting to this story because we we tried to record this story a couple times and then we just ended up having more recent stories, stories that we wanted to like get to before those were out of our memory. This one slipped through the cracks. But goddamn, was it a good one. It was quite a time. We decided like literally two days before the Not e- day before. Yeah, two, might have been two days it before. might have been two days before. But we basically were like, we were standing outside of Russ's house. And I was like, the Beavers are playing in Reno on Saturday. Do you guys want a road trip down there and get like go see the game? And that's and I was we, always I'm always down. Yeah, naturally we there was a couple of us who were like yeah, and then it was like well, like everyone else was like do you guys want to do it? It's and like legitimately. Everyone was kind of like I mean I want to do it, but like are we seriously gonna do it? And then at some point it was like like all right fuck you seriously let's do it. Like I want to call Tony. I'm gonna yeah. see if Tony's in. Call Tony. I was like Tony, what are you doing this weekend? He's like uh watching the Beaver game and nothing else. I don't think why I was like. How would you like to watch the Beaver game in Reno? Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, we're all going to Reno. Do you want to come with us? And Tony was in. So we, so it was. We called Devin too. We called Devin. Devin talked to his wife and Devin was in. So we literally were, t- it was me, you, Harrison, Ian, Tony, Ian, and Devin. Tony and Devin. And then Nat and went down with us. Yeah. Yeah. So it, we literally had a full car going down. Full car, took the Chevy Traverse, the took best the tra- vehicle. The best road made, trip vehicle. Best road trip vehicle made. We've taken it to Las Vegas. I recently took it to Canada with some of the boys. Yeah. That's a, that is a road trip and car for It's a road sure. trip and car. So we just fucking headed out on <coughs> Friday. It had to have been yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, we got there We Saturday. took off Friday at like 5 in the morning. We yeah. got there during the day, didn't we? No, we got there no. at like 5 in the morning. Yeah, we did the same thing in, as Vegas. Yep. We left late at night, drove all night, and then got there like 5 in the morning. It's about eight and a half hours from our place. Yeah, it's way shorter than the uh, Vegas trip. drive to Vegas. Well, that's because it's halfway. Yeah, God, that was brutal. Yeah. But anyways, we get there, and uh, we're staying at the Sands Inn, the Reno Sands Inn. Classiest hotel in Reno. And we go up to the room and we immediately go, Who's ready for a cocktail? It's about 5 a.m. Who's ready for a cocktail? So we go downstairs, we get <laughs> beers. Bar. Yeah, we go get beers, drinks, start gambling a little bit. And it's like, Well, we might as well just stay up pretty much the whole day until we, like taking the We all went to the, the sports game. book and bet on the beeves. <clears throat> went to the sports book, bet on the beeves. Everyone bet on the beeves. We'll get to how that turned out later. I made money at first at the beginning of the trip. Yeah, me too. I walked <coughs> in and made like almost sixty bucks immediately. Yeah. Then I put that sixty bucks into that stupid, uh, like electronic craps game or whatever. Oh yeah. Didn't do well. Not craps. Uh, roulette. Roulette. Yeah, did not do well. No. So we fucking did that. Lost all the money that I won, plus bought drinks. And then we got some food. Went and took a nap. Yeah. Got up. Lateral, classic staple of the Vegas trip. No, I mean, well. you got to stay awake. Yeah, went in Nevada. Yeah, and so and then we took that. We started drinking again. Went to the game, and oh, and then we bought a bunch of thirty racks. A, like, yeah, we bought a bunch of booze before the game. Thinking of, that liquor we, and beer because you could buy liquor at like yeah, the Seven Eleven. Thinking like that here. we were just gonna go like find a tailgate or whatever. 
So we walk over to the tailgate scene, and I mean, there is there's a pretty good tailgate scene, but there's also just a bunch of empty like spots. Uh, quite a few Beaver fans too. Oh, so we were just yeah. hitting with go Beavs, go Beavs, and the Nevada fans were fucking. Nevada awesome. fans were super cool. They like, were They so totally cool. just like yelled back, go Nevada or whatever. Dude, they vibed on our level. They were super chill. Super I, chill. Those guys were fun to hang with. And then anytime we saw Ducks fans who were there, they, obviously fuck, fuck the Ducks. Yeah, fuck the Ducks. They were obviously gonna show up. This is when we started our chant. We just we just all all six or seven of us would just yell at them. No daddy, no daddy, no daddy. Quack 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 quack. And they would just some of them would get mad, some of them would laugh, but all the Beaver fans and all the Nevada fans thought it was hilarious. They fucking duck because everybody hates the ducks. Everyone fucking hates the ducks. Yeah, let's go beef. That's always good. Fuck the ducks. So, but we. Yeah, so we walked to that store. We walked into the 7-Eleven. Devin put one dollar in the oh, machine. Oh yeah, when like fifty bucks. When like fifty bucks, we're like, all right, Devin's buying, buying a booze. beer. Yeah. yeah, and he did. And he did. Yeah, he bought a bunch of booze. And then we went. So then we just sat outside on these on, like, like a benches. picnic table. Yeah, just, just ch- literally just hammering booze. And I went to the bathroom. Yep. And I met the guy. So in Reno, Nevada, in the line for the bathroom, I met the foreman. On the construction project that is literally happening on the street that is outside my front door in Dayton, Oregon. Yeah. Like, he was the foreman of the project. He's like, hey, if you ever see me outside, say hi. So, one day I see him, and I'm driving by, and literally all I yell, he's like, work, bent down, working on something. I just yell, go Beavs. He stands up and just yells, go Beavs. Hell and yeah. then realizes who I am, and is like, oh yeah, go Beavs. Hell yeah. But that's that's a sign of a true beaver yeah. fan. Yeah. No matter anywhere anywhere anybody else go beeves. Go beeves. Blindly yells go beeves. You can't not no. go beeves. Yeah, always go beeves. Remember when we were in San Francisco and we found the one random beaver fan? Yeah. And we all just started celebrating and that stupid duck fan. What was his name? Uh oh, uh Evan? Evan, yeah. Evan was like, oh god damn there's beaver fans, and then he missed the group of duck fans that came by. Yeah, well they can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. So we're at the game and we're all just hammered at this point. So we all go to the game and get two beers, obviously. Devin made this woman and her kid. And then, yeah, we go up to our seats and the first thing Devin does is he says, he drops the F-bomb. But what he does is he's like, let's fucking go. I'm sorry. Like he literally apologizes. Yeah, Yeah, so he said it a couple times and eventually the woman turns around like, can you please stop? Like my son's right here. Yeah. And Devin is, Devin's obviously hammed. And Devin, we were Devin grew up in a house. You don't have to watch your language. We were pounding beers in the parking yeah. lot. Like, we probably all had six pounders. At least. Before the game. At least. And then we went and got beers, obviously. In the game. Yelled at some Duck fans. Yeah, obviously. And then, yeah, Devin. And then once that happened, Devin would go, let's fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. So He's sorry. Like, Did not mean to. Eventually, that mom and her kid left. And then we somehow, like, were arguing with the guy in front of us, and then also somehow became friends with him. Became friends with him somehow. Like, he came up and started sitting with us, like, I don't want to sit with my friends anymore, I want to sit with you guys. Yep. And so, I literally don't remember much of the game at all. I remember the I first remember half was not good for the Beavers. No. We and then we made a big comeback shitty. We made a huge comeback. No, not after you left. Then we all just kind of, like, went down for some reason. Oh, we were going to go to the other side, because there was oh. open seats on the other side. And then we all got separated somehow, and me and Devin ended up, like, literally front row to watch the game-winning kick. Yeah. We didn't know where anyone else was. Oh, no, me and Devin left also, and then we got the ball back, and we're going to make a kick, and so we tried to come uh, back okay. in. We're like, can we get back in? And the guy was like, I don't care. That's my supervisor over there. Ask him. 
We're like, can we get back in? He's like, the game's almost over. Like, yeah, we know. Can we get back in? He's like, yeah, I don't care. So we go back in, and we're literally, like, taking selfies and shit, like, as happy as could possibly be. Yeah. They line up to take the kick, and fucking Shoe Care misses it. And, like, literally every Beaver fan, the team, everyone just, like... That's brutal, because it was the beginning of a seemingly promising year. Yeah, Jonathan Smith was a coach. Like, we had a good coach, finally. Yeah, fucking Jonathan, what's his tits? Our fucking, our Jameer, our running backs were fucking killing Jamar it. Jefferson, Jamar that's Jefferson was, that was killing it. <coughs> oh, we could have just fucking won that game, not to mention we all bet on it. Yeah. But he fucking misses the kick. So we all, you guys are like walking we're around We're already, already at the casino like walking yeah. around. Me and. We met you on the street because we took that picture with that random guy we never met. Oh, yeah. That just, like, took picture with us. Yeah, me and Devin started walking home, and we, like, got stuck in, like, this gate thing, and so Devin tried to jump it. As he jumped it, his shirt got caught on one of the spikes, ripped his shirt. Yep. So then I just walked around. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not going to do that also. And, well, and then, at this point, it's, like, what time of the night? Like, 8, 9, 10? Maybe, maybe 9 or 10. Yeah. I think and it was, like, so a 7 like, o'clock kick. We haven't so. slept much. It's time for an Adderall. Yeah, so we took... So we took an Adderall, we partied till, like... Three, just gambling till three yeah, or four in the three morning. Or four. Uh, I went up quite some. a bit, and then I lost it. Mm-hmm. I had some good runs, and then at a certain point, when you're that drunk, you just sort of forget how much you've been gambling. Yeah, and then you wake up the next morning, and like all your twenties are gone. And you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. But you got the clothes on that you started with, and also all's well that ends well. Also, there was that uh, like taco. Taco Is that the festival. next day? No, that was before the game, I think. Oh, that's right. The taco the festival taco with the sweet festival. band. Yeah. Played a lot of throwback hits. Yeah, I got those $12 sunglasses that I Yeah, I got have. some shades. God, yeah, dude. I still have them too. That was a good That was a good day. That was a good day. I was hungover as fuck, but it was a good day. Yeah. And then we, when were we, me, you, and Devin like outside, and there was like just like music playing in the distance, and we were like, it's like the theme song to our life. We were all just oh, like... Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't know where we were outside. We were just smoke. I think we were all smoking cigs by the car, and there was just like okay. random Bluetooth speakers, like in the lights that we. Oh, didn't that's what it was. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See it? We were like, where's that? What was the song? Music? I wish I knew what the song I, was. Yeah, I can't remember, but it was literally perfect for like <laughs> what we were like, just in shame. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes, broke. He's like, let's fucking go. Home. Hammered. Yeah. We had, a, I had like those two. We had two large pizzas for the ride home. We watched Sunday Ticket on my phone. Hell yeah, we did. Oh, God, that was glorious. And the only thing bad about that trip was the Bees lost. Other than that, it was a winning trip in only like 36 hours. Yeah. Literally, we, yeah, we weren't there that long. No, fucking knocked but it out. It Basically, a, did what we did for Vegas. We drove down for like 46 hours. Yeah. That was a good trip, though. That was fun. Yeah. If the Beavers ever play Nevada again, we have to go again. Hell yeah, that we was do. so fucking fun. God, that was a good time. And it was most of our first ever road beaver game. Yeah. Except for Tony, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's like, fuck, yeah, that was a good one to go to. Only they had fucking won. Yeah. But other than that. Fuck you, shoe care. Good booze, good game, good Good gambling. Good fans. Good fans, good times. Good times. Epic road trip. Another epic road trip. On the way back, Harrison was getting so mad at me and Devin because we were just... We bought like three fifths of vodka for the ride home. Yeah. Oh, that's we right. We stopped at that gas station. Dude. I was like, you know, if we run in here, we could just buy orange juice and vodka because it's not like a liquor store. Yeah. We literally we all went and just, just fucking bought a shitload of booze and nobody else wanted to drink, just you, me, and Devin. It's we like, fucking let's hammer this. We and trying to smoke weed and Harrison and Ian were getting mad, but it's yep. like, fuck, you guys were having fun. Yeah. Not my fault that you guys aren't trying to end this fucking weekend with a bang. Yeah. God, that 
That was awesome. That's the way to end it. Tony, we had those big, that big bucket of cheese balls oh, that hell Tony yeah. brought. Gotta get eat some of those right now. God, I miss Tony. I miss Tony too. He's San in San Diego, Diego though. There's Shout out story. to Tony. Hey, oh my God. We're going to San Diego. The boys are going to San Diego. Tony. Woo! This week's inspirational quote brought to you by Albert Sodi. If you don't know where to start, just go back to the beginning.